Hey guys, how's it going? This is going to be my first ever podcast. I've been wanting to do one of these for a while. I've recently purchased a very nice mic that I'm going to be using for the gas station, which we'll talk about a bit later. Uh, I'm currently at home on my sofa with my best friend, Aaron. Hello. Aaron. That was be... really weird, but hello. Was, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. It, this whole, I mean, I thought shooting YouTube videos is weird and I still find it weird, but talking to absolutely nobody in the room. Yeah. We're both looking at a mic where the TV is. We basically. could look at each other, but that would be super weird. That would be even weird. That would be super weird. <laughs> Let's not pretend we don't do that. No, anyway. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise we wouldn't talk. We'd be too busy staring into each other's eyes. So anyway, as we're here. Yeah. Um so yeah this is this is let's call this podcast zero zero one. And um I think most of these podcasts, the topics are probably going to be car related. God knows why. Well, you know. Um, so I'm hoping, but I'm sure there'll be some lifestyle and some randomness in there, um, like staring into each other's eyes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought Aaron's over here. He's come over, spent the day with me. We've had a nice chilled out day. Yeah. Been out for some breakfast at 4pm. At 4pm. Went and had a look at some cars. Generally talk cars for about the past six hours non-stop. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, popped, we popped up to Slade's um, garage, which is not far from me, um, in a wonderful 740 LD X-Drive M Sport. Yeah. Um, which has kindly been a, um, loaned, actually funny enough, to each of us separately over yeah. the course of the past kind of week, 10 days. Um, by BMW UK, which has been very, very nice. Uh, I mean, wonderful car. Brilliant. Wonderful, wonderful car. You know, when you spend so much time talking about cars and, you know, theorising over what you'd spend on this and that and stuff like that, in a real world, to kind of be in a car for a certain amount of time, it, it's it's a different thing that kind of brings up different thoughts. And even just talking about that, that's a bloody good car, isn't it? Like, just in terms of what you want a car to do. It is, yeah. I think uh, I think the 7 Series is overlooked, especially in this country. You know, people, uh, they go straight for the, the S-Class is, is the benchmark yeah. um, luxury car. For the right, you know, you, for, you can understand why I think BMW damaged... Uh, I wouldn't say damage that end of the market, but BMW have always made driver-focused cars, mm. you know, ultimate mm. driving machines. Now, over the years, you know, seven and that sort of class of car, you think of as a chauffeur car, something that I would use, which I do use for yeah. work. But the problem with the 7 Series, up until the very latest one that we've got outside, is it's always focused just as much on the front passenger cell, you know, the driver's seat, as it has on the rear. Yeah. Sometimes even more so. Yeah, probably seat. more so, actually. And that's why getting in the back of an S-Class has always been a nicer place to be. Yeah. You know, it, it's getting in the back of that certainly model. It's turned into a weird BMW 7 Series advert, which is quite strange. I don't know how we got onto that. No. Right. So, well, in terms of actual topics, in, in terms of talking about well, that was quite a good topic. We, we were each going to come up with uh, just something to kind of ruminate on, a little subject that we might want to kind of, you know, just talk about for you know, six minutes each. So, yeah. um I'm going to pitch mine in first. Go for it, mate. A little six-minute chat. Um, the question I asked was, you know, looking back across the annals of time, and I'll, you know, I'm talking about the whole history of people making cars um, all the way up to the present day. You know, I'm going to talk about a car that got launched yesterday. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, what is the last great car? Now, 
I mean, you can take this question from many angles, and I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples of what I was thinking yeah. about. You know, maybe it's the Beetle, a car that transcended generations, mm. ge geographical restrictions, you know, a car built for the people, you know, yeah. the people's car, admittedly under, you know, a regime that <laughs> isn't necessarily, you know, something we want to go into. But if you think about it, they made that car up until the late 80s in Mexico as yeah. new cars. Yeah. You know, and that's a car that has kind of got a cult following. Is it a great car? No, but you know, is it a great car in the sense that it was a game changer? That it, it, you know, and it was something that something that stood the test of time more so than probably anything else, bar the Defender, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I suppose the Defenders. It cut the. Defend or maybe the Defender's not a bad shout. Yeah, but these iconic cars, rather than great cars, maybe we're talking about a manual F three five five. Yeah. Small enough before European regulations changed. Yep. You know, a V8 soundtrack. Yep. No safety nannies. No safety, like, you know, electronic gubbins that kind of keep Terrible safe. driving position. Terrible yeah, driving. Fantastic driving <laughs> yeah. car. Um, yeah, gated manual box. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not. They are sure. great gated manual boxes. Yeah, they are. Remember that R8 V10? I was just going to say oh, that was magnificent. A few years ago, and it was a few years ago. And it was ago. a few years ago. 2012 ish, 11. No, maybe yeah, 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 yeah. I was shipping for a friend, so I didn't really. I think I legally owned it, but um, obviously I couldn't afford a car like that. But I had this R, so it was a two thousand. It was a fifty nine plate, so it was an early fifty nine plate. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a fifty nine plate. Um, two thousand ten build. Yeah, two thousand ten build. Um, R eight. V10, V10 manual. Manual. It was a nice spec, wasn't it? Ah, uh, really was with the magnetic dampers yeah. and everything. I mean, that car rode. That, I mean, the ride on that car was incredible, wasn't actually. it? Amazing Absolutely ride. incredible. And remember the skids it would do. Like, for, yeah. remember second gear, yeah. foot on the floor in the rain. Sure. Remember Primrose Hill? Yeah. <laughs> what a car, though. Actually, that's a, a really good. You know what? I'd, 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 isn't it funny, actually, just how car conversations just go on, off on such tangents? <laughs> it starts in one way. I, I was about to lead in with, you know what? I could daily own a original R8. Like, that's not a bad car. Just become a bit footballer. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, great cars. What else would you think? Um, I I mean, Porsche GT cars or limited edition Porsches come to spring to mind, but not like, not like two, I mean, yes, 2.7 RSs, that sort of era, of course, amazing. That lovely one we mm. saw in Slades earlier on. Mm. It was only a, wasn't a special one, was it? No, I mean, that, was a that was a 911S, 1972. 70, 72, yeah. Yeah, 2.4 um, I mean, they're stunning, and that was an auto farm car, a bit like Sam Moore's stunning yellow 911 yeah. T. Yeah. Is it? ST. 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 Um, but I'm, I'm more of a modern man. I, I've, I'm never much of a classic classic guy um except to look at um challenge Stradale. Stradale is nice i'm just ferraris have never i mean uh, don't get me wrong fucking lovely uh challenge Stradale and, and the 458 speciale those sort of things but no i'm gonna porsche uh the stick uh what do you call it the sport um oh sport. the sport 911 sport classic sport classic 997 in the nardo gray or whatever porsche called that gray yeah what they call it was it. like sport classic mate or something yeah um, that is a standout car for that me. Is it came and then disappeared. And in fact, to be fair, we were talking about this earlier on, um, not this subject, but cars. And 
were both like, what happened to them? They just went. Like, they're yeah. that car that they're so it, special. It, we, we were saying it was weird. You, you you got the first round where people bought them and were like, yep, this is going nowhere. Yeah. And then you had those people that were like, meh, probably drove it for a bit. The ones that have got mileage on yep. were first owner mileage driven cars. Yep. They thought, look, I'm going to chop it in. And then the people that bought them next time yep. have locked them away like the people that bought them first time that locked them away. So yes. really, n- none of them... N- 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 They'll resurface occasionally in, oh, aux- I, in auctions. In and, auctions and in, in shows. Yeah. I don't think I don't think we're going to be strolling around Knightsbridge and just see one parked up anywhere anytime soon, no. if I'm honest. And that was an accidental... I mean, that was a car, again, um, it was a car that you could have, when they were new, you could have actually gone out and you paid maybe a little bit over list. Yeah, at, you could have gone and got one. At the time, you could have gone and got yeah, one. Yeah. Not even like a current GT3 that you've got no hope of no, buying. No, exactly, one. I know. And that's it's, more of a run-of-the-mill car when yeah. you actually compare the two. I think a lot um, of people looked at it at the time and hadn't necessarily kind of worked out that the car market's moved into this this whole personalization thing a lot more than I think any people anyone really envisaged. You've got Taylor made at Ferrari, you've got Ego at, 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 at Lamborghini, yeah. you know, you've got all of the you got MSO for McLaren, you've got all these kind of specialist things. And I, so specification has become more something that's that, that's considered in, in, in the overall kind of qualities of a car. Before it used to be just like Oh, that's a nice four thirty, or that's a nice, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. But now it's nice paint and yeah. Now it's like, oh, they've done this and they've done this and yeah. they've done this. And I think at well, the even time, on that four eight eight that we we've just seen a four eight eight at Slades and and on the <laughs> on the lower what would you call that the so um, the splitter the, yeah the lower splitter there's two I don't know sections that hold the splitter on the, yeah they're kind of the join to the um from like bridges little yeah. bridges. Like which would normally be body color or carbon or whatever, but this particular one had two Italian flags on it, the size of a cigarette packet. Yeah, I'd say it's about the size. <laughs> and then we were like, and Dan, who who works there, asked us. He said, "Guess, you know, what do you think the original owner paid for those those painted on <laughs> flags?" And what was it? Five thousand. Yeah, pounds? five thousand. Five thousand. And then you brought up a very. I know we're going again off <laughs> off topic. <laughs> what about the brother? Yeah, I said I, the, the joke I made was that. I can imagine the Christmas party at Marinello must be hilarious. That basically they all sat round and they all pull up the figures and they either find out who managed to sell the most ridiculously overpriced item and then all laugh about it. Or at the beginning of the year, and then they pick up on it at the Christmas party, everyone designs something ridiculous to put on the options list. Yeah. And whoever gets it spec the most time wins a prize or something. <laughs> so they're all there, like, trying to figure out, like, what they could do. Like, Alcantara boot linings. Brilliant. And, like, you know, we can hand paint the flag or, you know... And so there's this guy, there's, there's, there's Luigi at the end of the year gets a prize because someone in Japan spent 48 grand to get something in broidered on his headrest or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which would completely ruin residuals of the car. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we were saying this as well in terms of the whole kind of tailor-made thing. Like, I, you know, I understand that people want to personalise and stuff, but that's money that's never coming back. No. It's not. No. You know, that's a road to nowhere because it's not a limited example car. And I think that's what people confuse it with. It's all very well saying no one else spec a car in this exact configuration, but whatever. They sell so many nowadays that most people aren't going to do that anyway. No. It's not a one-of-one one car, though. It's not an individual car. It's just you picked it in a colour that no one else really wanted it in. <laughs> 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 Look at me. Um, 
Okay, yeah, cool. Well, that's... Uh, so, so you... Okay, so let's just... Okay, so recap. the last great card. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Haven't you Do you know already, what? No, 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 I haven't picked one. one. I haven't you, picked one. Well, so you, you, I was just pitching those as like okay. various ideas. As examples. Or ideas. I'll give you my actual last great card. I'm sure I you think. will. Yeah. Because I think... I think it demonstrates... It demonstrates what one company's able to do when kind of everyone's wor working together to kind of a common goal. When, you know, when something was created that was really so far out of the scope of what had been possible up until then yeah. to kind of move the game on and really ushered in a new era for what we kind of lust after now. I'm saying the that last great car was the Porsche 959. Wow, that's that's a very good call. Yeah, I, well, I would admit, to, if I'd thought of that, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah it's good, wasn't it's, it? It's a and proper... I literally only thought about that about 27 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> that's why I'm quite pleased. It's a game changer. It's, it's a game changer. And that's also an unsung hero. Unsung hero. We all know the F40s, and, we all know the McLaren F1s. And they're, all, they're the ones all talked about. And this is the funny thing. Yeah. Again, in terms of uh, like investment as well, that's a car that's just going to tick over nicely. Yes, there you, you go. Yeah. You, couldn't get, you couldn't get any fund that ticks next to you know anything that's going to give you a yield like that year no. on, year out. No. Oh, I love a 959. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, I completely... I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a card that, you know, other people have made cards that are like, you know, one-off limited run, things like that, whatever. But this is a card that is so Porsche Yeah. in both its ability to kind of create and, and utilise technology, innovate. Yeah. It's a card that immediately you look at and you know who made it. Yeah, yeah. But you, you also know it's special. It's a special one. You know it's a special, yeah, yeah. But and and in time, if you if you didn't if you'd come up if you were away from the car world, you didn't understand the Porsche, you didn't know the current lineup or the the the, the sort of uh, progression of the, the shape. Lineage, yeah. If you looked at that, you'd be confused. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't be able to place it as far back. You wouldn't place. You wouldn't that place as far it in nineteen eighty five. No, you certainly wouldn't do that. No, no, no. no you'd say mid to not late nineties. Mid, mid late nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's Which, no way you're sat there no. and you're like. That's a, a car that it looks nine nine six. I mean, but without it, the other, no, it looks nine nine three because also yeah, the, that's true. The that that beautiful air intake over the rear yeah. arches on the nine nine three turbo S yeah. came from the nine five nine. So yes. it it it's got this thing that God, that's a good. It car. breathed the best looking Porsche. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It really did. Uh, yeah. It really did. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good shout with that one. Okay. Um, yeah, nice. Thanks. I hope you guys uh I hope you guys agree. Um well maybe not agree, but you can you can understand where we're coming from in that. In just that just write in the comments and you know, if you disagree I don't even know if there are comments well, on podcasts. I don't know how this thing works either, so I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna talk. If you agree if you disagree, you know, your your opinion's completely valid. It, it's <laughs> yeah. it's still wrong, but it's completely it's, valid. This is everything we talk about on this show is gonna be completely subjective really, isn't it? Yeah, it, um, I mean it is. But most of bear in mind, most of the time I'm going to be right. <laughs> and of course, and the rest, you, and right? the rest of you can just go carry on with your own opinion. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're getting very aggressive. Evan. I am. You I said am. That it's cars, though. It's yeah. cars, and yeah, you're very. That, that's my cars. thing. You know? Yeah, that's my thing. Um, okay, so so my my question of this podcast uh, or my topic is actually something that uh, an old friend of mine um, brought up the other day. Um, and he he asked me well his question I've got it here now on on WhatsApp. What's your estimate on the end of the combustion engine car? 
Okay, so I answered, my first initial answer was 2035 at least, hopefully. Um, he came back saying it's going to be 2023, and then he went on to explain why he's, he's definitely right. Um, and, I mean, obviously, I'm biased, and he's biased. He's a bit more of a greenie man than I am, clearly. Um, and I don't want the combustion engine car ever to go. But I think... I wanted to ask what your opinion was in this area, and or just have a discussion about yeah. about the the realistic the realismness of okay. that statement. If that's a, that's not even a word, the re- you know, no, no, I, I get where you're coming <laughs> yeah. from. It's not. I get you <laughs> I, I, okay, as far as I'm concerned, I think yeah. a lot of people kind of talk on ideals, and they think of things that you know we need to do this, and really the game's been changed, and by the end of this, these things aren't going to we got to bear in mind what the internal combustion engine represents and in terms of what it represents in the car market. Yeah. Now, up until, let's say, 10 years ago, hybrid technology, electric technology wasn't really where we were at. No. Yeah. Okay. So, in the lifespan of a car... We had a G-Wiz. We're going back, we, got, we had the G-Wiz. We're going back to, let's say, 18... Let's, let's say we go back to 1900. Oh, okay. Okay. A little bit more towards the progression of more manufacturing of cars in terms of a grander scale yeah okay so we're talking 127 years of the internal combustion engine Mm. okay and 10 years of electric vehicles which we're therefore meaning is we've got 127 years of industry and companies that are centered around one thing yeah and then 10 years of companies that are centered around another thing and the 127 year old companies also starting to do that thing as well yeah 127 years of business isn't going to walk out the door in the next five years on the basis of the fact that we all want to move towards a greener technology. It may well happen in a long time. And we may look to put things in place over the next however many years to increase our capability and our abilities to be able to serve a network of electric and, and, you know, more efficient cars. But what... (laughs) saying that by 2023 this is the way that things are going to buy is what you're basically saying is 80% of the world's car manufacturers are going to cease to be as businesses yeah and and 99% of the cars that are on the road road today are suddenly going to be so uh, I what what I think people need to do a little bit more and this is what I think people are you know frightfully like uh, forgetful to actually do is let's actually think about this in five years time is that gonna in fact what are you what are you gonna do what are you gonna do in let's say um let's say a, a people heavy technology poor country or or region let's say africa yeah so you're gonna take away all of africa's cars and give them electric vehicles when most of them don't have like you know a decent electrical main, um, uh, you know, uh, infrastructure, uh, infrastructure and mm. things like that. Yeah. You know, what, what are you going to do in places where taxis are, you know, so relied upon, like, you know, Japan and stuff like that? Yeah. Now, fine, they've maybe got the technology, but they've also got huge kind of car companies that still, the bread and butter of all of their business is the internal combustion engine. Mm. You know, it may be more so nowadays, the internal combustion plus a another. Yeah. But, the internal combustion is what they do. But it's all about, I think, it's, it, yeah, it's it's more so, even if somehow Tesla or whoever, and we know all the German big manufacturers, they've, you know, people say, oh, Tesla running away with the market. They're not. Tesla are the 
test dummies of the electric yeah. car market. They're like a massive R&D development for the rest of the auto, the rest of the auto industry. Yeah. Who are making a fortune and 99% of their profits on combustion engine cars. Um, and it's not like it's not like it's not like BMW and Audi and Ford and Toyota Mercedes. and aren't sat there doing technology research on the yeah, they're, technology. They're not watching there. Tesla. Going, just, oh god! Yeah, like, oh, should we jump in yet? <laughs> no, 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 not yet, not yet. Give it another three years, and we might give up. That, they're not doing that, so no. it's not like it's just they're not broadcasting it because again they realise that the basis of their business model is on the internal combustion engine. Yeah. So I, you know, I like the idea, but I'd say thirty-five plus, twenty thirty-five plus, yeah, is probably maybe reasonable because of the rate of technology moving and stuff. But I don't see. I'm not. I'm not banking on it being a five-year flip and no. suddenly technology is going to, you know, because I think a lot of people think it's going to fall off a cliff. There's going to be this, 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 this sudden moment, this watershed moment where everyone's well, like, "That was his boom, argument." Electric. That was his argument. He said, in "The next few years, the battery technology is getting better all the time, uh, and then there will be sub twenty k electric cars." So, but uh, there is the Zoe at the moment. I've got, to, I've got to go to my Sainsbury's to get rid of my double A batteries. Yeah. I, I think they make <laughs> yeah, their point. The, the, you know, they're, 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 they're not even powerful enough to run exactly, a laptop. Exactly. So. so you know, we talk. We also, we talk about the economies in in terms of saving the environment and this and that. You think about saving the environment in terms of the actual disposal and the actual kind of necessity, you know, power necessity to get rid of all of these power cells yeah. when they need replacing in ten years' time or however long it may well, be. You look, if we go back ten years and everyone was out, all you know, Hollywood actresses to whatever, they were buying oh. Priuses mm. because Priuses were saving the planet. Mm. Now there's millions of Priuses out yeah. there, yeah. mostly driven by Uber drivers that can't see and can't drive. But suddenly and th- there must be they're ten years old now, aren't they, Prius yeah. or at least there must be millions of them globally <laughs> yeah what happens to them yeah. what happens what to all those to... batteries and all that technology that's gonna be i have what, to say that's that gonna go? be super interesting the next kind of three four years in terms of what happens to all the priuses that are going to go kaput because the, the lifespan of those batteries can't be a hundred years no. it can't be you know there's a there's a you know you everyone everyone listening at home or wherever um, we'll, we'll know that the standard thing of your laptop after three, four years is starting to die. Or your mobile your phone, phone battery is losing charge. And they're no different. And they're no different. Um, so, And also battery tech, I've driven, a, even very recently, I had a nice 7 Series hybrid. And even that hybrid technology, the very latest and greatest, it doesn't work. It's you use In real the battery, world situations. Yeah, it doesn't. It's got to be such a sanitised, perfect conditions yep. for those things really to, to return the type of... Uh, the type of figures that they're quoted, like this roadster that Tesla have, admit, have, have oh, announced. Yeah, is... Now that's great, yeah. Like I love it. I love it. Okay, it, it, it sounds incredible. I like what they've done up until now. But if I was to tell you that I was going to make a V sixteen that goes six hundred miles an hour and returns a fuel economy on the combined cycle, of course, of course, of one hundred and thirty two miles to the gallon. Wow, that's amazing! Yeah. When's it Everyone's going to love that. When's it going to be available? Well, you got to give me a deposit of like one hundred and twenty grand first. <laughs> but it, all I'm saying is, I know it's a joke, and I know that they do make vehicles and stuff like that. But it's very easy to tell people you're going to do something. When I see it on the road, hats off to them. But you know, at the moment, there are a lot of people still waiting for their Tesla three. Yeah, and it, to, to to deliver the smaller car model. 
in a mass number should have been the easier play than trying to deliver a 250 mile an hour car that has a range of 620 miles you know let them let them deliver some threes first and then we'll talk again about the road stuff yeah yeah that's how i feel Mm. yeah no i agree and i just think it's coming and in by 2023 in five years time there will be a lot more electric cars. Oh, there will the be. There will be. The, the ones that are on the road will, will be better. Be there will better. be more infrastructure. Of course there will. But there won't be... I was at this meet at Motec yesterday um, and I was coming down the M1 and it was solid. You know what? The M1's always solid. Three, four lanes, solid. Thousands and thousands of cars. And I was thinking about this quite a lot then because I was thinking, out of all these thousands of cars, we've all probably visited the petrol station once in the past couple of days you know, we've had to. And when you go into a petrol station on the M1, it's full and there's people going in. Now, what, so what happens there? Like, we've all got Teslas or electric cars, EV cars. What, we just, just oh, I'm just going to fill up for 40 minutes and top my battery up. Mm, mm. But no, but what about the, the other thousand mm, people that need to do the same thing? Yeah. And right. I understand that, yes, from, you know, you should have had enough range from A to B. Um, or eventually what it will be is the under... You know they're putting all these networks in so that your car charges while it's on the road. Yeah. On. But I'm sorry, this country. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> maybe by the age, maybe by 2317, we might have that you, you in see, place. You see, roadworks for them to change lamp, uh, like uh, traffic lights that take four months. Like, <laughs> oh, no. do you know what I mean they need to change? They change junctions and it takes half a year. But they're telling us that in five years, that no, they're not telling us anything. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it's an impossibility that we're going to find ourselves in that situation. Lancaster Gate. I mean, that's still going on. Oh my that god, mess. Lancaster Gate. It's like five years of mess and traffic for what? And, and they've changed it about seven times in that period. So as soon as they get yeah. it done, and they're like, Ooh, this can you isn't imagine very what that good. costs? Yeah, exactly. And all it's done is caused traffic jam Westbourne Terrace, traffic jam through the park, yep. traffic jam on Bayswater. Yeah, and no one's never and, there. And still, no one knows really how those junctions work. <laughs> no, Especially the park junction. Everyone's like, yeah. wait, so the two both go left? So I'm in what lane and you're in the. I'm like, oh god. It's just. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't work. And, and, and you know, my, my buddy Rolini, who's actually just started working with Tesla, which I think is a great move in terms of, so he's come off the BMW brand, got offered a job there at Tesla. And I think, you know, working for someone like Tesla in terms of future um, salesmen or whatever, that's a great, great step. Um, but he was saying to me, you know, that they're looking at, because um, I was saying the other thing is, okay, fair enough if you've got somewhere to charge it at one end, but not the other end, or people just assume the majority of people that live in cities can't just charge their electric cars. You can't. You park your car on the street. You just can't. There's no just mm. plug it in. If you're yeah. third floor in a nice Swiss development yeah. in Chelsea yeah, and you've got your te- Tesla model, whatever it is. What's the big wingy door thing? Um, model X. 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 P100D. Woo. Yeah. 130 100. grand worth of, worth of car, you know. <laughs> You're gonna do like drop an extension lead out the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember one of the old imagine? curly ones? Yeah. Stretch it out. It's gonna fit. It's gonna fit. You get robbed at night. Someone, <laughs> yeah, someone, someone climbs, climbs up. up. <laughs> or in America, someone climbs up it. It breaks, and they <laughs> break their neck, and then they sue the people. Do, yeah, yeah. And um, either way, it's not particularly. Uh, well, no. Viable. He said they're gonna do lampposts, and I was like, okay, okay. Well, how many lampposts <laughs> Who's are in a street? Paying stri- for these well, lampposts? How many lampposts are there in a street? Because there's certainly not a lamppost for every car, is there? And also, then again, that's that like down the track. We've all got electric cars. 
Where's all this extra power the, coming from? And, and where's all the extra power coming from? Where's all the other extra money from? You've got to bear in mind here, yeah, the government may want these kind of ideas and be pushing towards them and stuff like that. But when yeah. it comes to getting their when it comes to, Exactly, when it comes to getting done, bear in mind, Trump said he was going to build a wall. You know? I don't see any <laughs> sign of any wall right now. And that's just kind of an indication of the fact that They've stuff made... doesn't get done. Like It's all very well saying, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to push towards this, and this is going to be a game changer and stuff like this. But if the rest of the world's not on board, the rest of the world's not on board. That's true. So, you know realism that's all i think we need a little bit of realism and you know if you actually think about the 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 machinations required to get ourselves at a point where we are an, an, an ev <laughs> an e like a, a, a an electric vehicle world it's a horrendously long process and it's not something that's really really coming anytime that soon no and not. you know uh, listen I'll, I'll embrace it when it comes but for now let's enjoy let's enjoy you know the rumble of of of, of the uh, of petrol being burned. Um, i think i'm gonna we're gonna wrap this because it's uh it's approaching half an hour which is pretty much is that perfect. Half an hour? that's half an hour Jeez. rambling rubbish yeah um so hopefully you guys enjoyed enjoyed this first one um as i say you know, this is my good friend Aaron is his Instagram is babygorilla eighty one. So uh, check him out. Um, you know, I'm I'm Joe Achilles on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. So give us a follow on those if you don't already. Um, and if you can comment below, then please leave some comments. Yeah, we don't ideas. know whether you can. <laughs> we don't or, know whether you can. Or Instagram or, or, me, or, or message or, me, or message me, or talk him. to yourself out loud about it, <laughs> which. Which is the sort of thing I do. I rant about stuff that I'm hearing anyway. So, um, yeah. yeah, do that. So do that. But get involved if you can. Get I think that's the point of us doing that, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sharing our views, sparking some conversation, sparking debate. And, of course, I genuinely don't think I'm always right. So, you know, fire, fire, fire your thoughts at us. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you, Aaron. No problem at all. We'll pretend to shake hands. Thank you for having me. Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> um, just saying it doesn't mean it. But, all right, okay. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Till the next one. Take care.